0: Hello, hello, hola amigas, welcome back to the Legacy Building Mamas Podcast. Thank you for joining me today. I am Evelyn Lopez Delon, your host. If you're anything like me, you've probably asked yourself, as a woman, can we have it all? Being a loving partner, a caring parent, keeping the house in order, providing healthy meals for the family, being a dedicated friend, practicing self-care, all whilst building a career. In fact, building a legacy. It can be overwhelming, and the mental load we carry is real. But what if I told you that achieving this balance is not only possible, but within your reach? As that saying goes, where there's a will, there's a way. Join us as we navigate the challenges of balancing it all. Let's talk about the tools and strategies that are within our control to support us. Before we dive in, remember this, you are enough. You are capable and you are the driver of your own success. It's a truth we must embrace. Happy New Year, amigas. Welcome back to a special episode that's close to my heart. Today, I'm opening up about my personal journey of transformation through gratitude. You see, despite having everything that should have made me happy, I often found myself feeling really unhappy. It took me a while to realize that happiness isn't about what's around us. It's about what's within us. Join me as I share the pivotal moments of my life, including the role of my beloved dog, Tyson, who was more than just a pet. He was a companion on my path to self-discovery. It was a journey of breaking free from negative patterns and learning to find joy in the smallest of things. But why am I sharing this with you? Because every mama's path to happiness and fulfillment is unique, and I believe my story might resonate with many of you. Whether you're feeling the weight of the world or just looking for a spark of positivity, this episode is a gentle reminder of the power of gratitude in transforming our lives. Plus, Today, I am providing you with a gift, a gratitude journal to start your year on a positive note. I will be including this in my show notes so you can download and it is editable. So the idea is that you can save a copy, edit as you wish on a daily basis. But if you can't do it on a daily basis, that's also okay. Just whenever you can, as long as you get into some sort of a habit then you are able to save them into a folder where you can always go back to the day you entered your journal, if you date them correctly, and if you ever need to reflect back on it. So, are you ready to dive into a story of change, self-discovery, and the magic of gratitude? Stick with me and let's embark on this journey together. It's more than just an episode, it's an invitation to reflect, to find joy in the little things, and to discover how gratitude can pave the way to a happier, more fulfilling life. Let's get started. On a personal note, I have learned how powerful gratitude can be. It wasn't always my go-to mindset, but in my mid-twenties, I started practicing it a lot more. You see, I grew up in a pretty negative environment So seeing the good in things wasn't something that came naturally to me. Even when I had so much to be thankful for, I had great friends, I had a supportive boyfriend at that time, a good job, and lots of travel experiences. I often found myself unhappy. It felt like I was always looking at life through dark glasses. Seeing the worst in everything, especially in my relationships, I realize now that a lot of it stemmed from my upbringing. I was shaped by the environment I grew up in. I was constantly angry and had high expectations from others, wanting them to make me feel happy. It was like I was searching for happiness in everything around me, in external things. I even went into a spiral of binge drinking every weekend to numb the pain. But over time, I've learned that true happiness starts from within. It's about changing your outlook and finding joy in the small things. That's the power of gratitude. It shifts your perspective and brings positivity into your life. The way I see it is that the more grateful you are, the more positive you become. The more positive you become, the more you accept good in your life. In my search for happiness, I went as far as getting a puppy, thinking he might fill the void. His name was Tyson, a bundle of joy and energy, and he did bring unconditional love, something I deeply craved. But even his presence couldn't heal all my inner wounds. So here's a bit about Tyson and that time in my life. I had just moved out with my then boyfriend, bought an apartment and taken on a mortgage. It was like ticking off those boxes that supposedly define success and happiness. At least according to what we're often told, right? But deep down, I felt empty. I thought bringing Tyson into my life would change that. In many ways, he was my last attempt to find joy through something external. I used to walk Tyson alone, talking to him, questioning why I still felt unhappy. There were times I'd sit with him in the park, just crying, wondering what was wrong with me. That's when I decided to see a counsellor. It was through these sessions that I realised my happiness depended too much on external factors and I wasn't focusing enough on looking within myself. When I knew I needed to find myself, I made some big decisions. I ended my relationship, sold my share of the house to my former partner, and I embarked on a journey of self discovery with my loyal companion Tyson by my side. That's when I began practicing mindfulness, starting with gratitude. It wasn't easy to change the negative lens through which I viewed life, but with time and effort, I improved. Now I'm quicker to notice and shift away from those negative thoughts, a skill that has greatly enhanced my happiness. This shift in mindset plays a crucial role in the healthy relationship I share with my husband today. I often wonder if I'd be in this blissful place, married with two beautiful daughters, if I hadn't embarked on that journey of finding internal happiness. It's an ongoing process a skill that needs constant nurturing. It's not something you can say, I have that skill now and it will last me forever because life changes and we have multiple challenges in life, whether it be business, family or just an unfortunate thing that happens to us that is out of our control. Tyson was a significant part of this journey. He was just nine months old when we started this path together and we welcomed Tiffy a couple of years later, who you may have seen in my post if you follow me on Instagram. I actually got her so that Tyson could have a friend, a companion, and they were the best of friends. And I got her because I was all the time going out, um, busy over the weekends, and so I knew Tyson needed his companion when I wasn't around, And that's how Tiffy came into the picture. Tyson sadly passed away when he was 12 years old. So I had him for 12 years. And almost three years ago now, when Jasmine was only six weeks old, he passed away suddenly. He met my baby and seemed to know his time was near. In his final moments, captured on our baby cam, He said goodbye to each of us in his unique way. He went up to Jasmine with my slipper in his mouth, looked up at her, wagged his tail, then went off to find Adam to get him to chase him around the apartment. Then he came to find me, dropped the slipper in my hand. I said, thank you, puppy. The last few words I said to him and I even kissed him at that time. He went outside with Tiffy and 10 minutes later, Tiffy was tapping on the door and we found Tyson taking his last few breaths and he said his goodbyes to all of us. It felt as if he knew he had fulfilled his purpose, helping me through my transformation and reassuring me that I now had a new family to focus on. His departure was as impactful as his presence a testament to the incredible bond we shared. So why am I sharing my journey to happiness with you? It's to illustrate that everyone has their own path to finding joy. For me, the key was learning to see the good in every situation and practicing gratitude to cultivate optimism. I make it a point to practice gratitude every day. Interestingly, As I delve deeper into entrepreneurship, I notice many articles linking gratitude and optimism to success. While I may not own a multi-million dollar business yet, I do feel successful. My success comes from living an intentional, happy life. Optimism doesn't just create a positive mindset for me, it impacts those around me. A simple smile from a stranger can uplift my spirits and change my whole day. So when you are being optimistic, remember that it not only creates a healthier mindset for you, but also the people around you. Being grateful is also the root of happiness because you focus on what you have and replace a sense of what you might be lacking. Being grateful grounds me in the present lessening anxiety about the future. It's a cornerstone of happiness, focusing on what I have rather than what's missing. Being optimistic creates a mindset of positivity. You're able to view every obstacle as a challenge rather than as a problem. You are able to see setbacks as opportunities to learn, grow and improve yourself. For entrepreneurs, Optimism is crucial for navigating challenges and adapting to change. It's linked to success in handling stressful events and embracing organizational changes. This mindset shift has also transformed my relationship with Adam. It helps us appreciate the good in each other rather than dwelling dwelling on negatives. Sure, we still argue that's just normal, But our coloured glasses now focus more on positivity, reducing potential conflicts. It's about seeing the brighter side and letting that guide our interactions and outlook. So how can you build your gratitude muscle and become more appreciative? And no, I'm not going to say buy a puppy. Although that did help me a bit as he was my number one cheerleader but there are other things you can do apart from getting yourself a pet. I would like to share a few techniques that helped me get there for those that are not practicing it yet. And even if you are, it may look different to this. Here are some simple questions to ask yourself in the morning and write these down. List one to three things you are grateful for. Think about your day ahead and ask yourself What would be fun to do today? Reflect on what you value most about your children. Think about yesterday and something that made you smile and write one down for each child that you have. Also, in the mornings, I tend to do affirmations depending on the day ahead. So I choose at least one but the most maybe three, so one to three, depending on how I feel on that day in the morning and also depending on what I have for the rest of the day. So if I actually think about my intention for the day, I will then have an affirmation that goes with it so that I can get through that day. So for example, if a day is busy and I need a lot to get done, I then tell myself in the morning, I am capable. For the days that I need to believe in myself and push through my self-imposed barriers, I say to myself, I am enough. For those days that I feel that one of the kids are really unsettled or they're unwell, I say to myself, I am patient. For the days that I need to create content, I say, I am creative. So, In terms of that uh, affirmation, I am creative. Funnily enough, I had always told myself for all of my life that I was not creative the whole time. I'm not creative. When I met Adam and he had a creative mind, I would tell him that I would um, envy the fact that he was creative and that I just had no bone in me that was creative. And here I am, you know, creating content on a daily basis. And so that is a very uncomfortable thing that I do now. And so I will hear myself say that most mornings that I am creative. Um, so definitely something to share there uh, because, and it does work, uh, it works for me because the more I say it every morning, the more I'm able to, I guess, work on, on content and, um, and I have become very creative in the past. I would say four months Um, and also another thing that I do like to say in the mornings is I something that I am proud of so if I did something yesterday the day before that I probably found really difficult to do but I overcame um, or it could be just something um, simple about how I reacted to one of the girls I can say that I was proud of that reaction, um, that I didn't um, go to my um, reaction of, you know, being upset or angry and I was able to talk to them in a nice way. And I, that's something that I, I tend to be proud of in the morning. Um, and it makes me feel good and also reinforces that behaviour as well. I also think about something that I look forward to that day. And uh, what I love to do as well is that makes me feel good. It's an act of kindness. So I set the intention in the morning about what I can do for someone else that day and it could be as simple as letting someone go um, before me, you know, having a coffee when I'm ordering my coffee and someone seems like they're in a bit of a rush, um, you know, I'll let them go first before I do. Just sometimes it's the smallest things, Um, especially at daycare when I drop the girls off um, you can get really hectic in there and parking can be, um, crazy. So when I do park the car, I sometimes let someone, you know, go before I do or whatever it may be. It's something nice. Um, and other times, you know, I've got friends that live around the area. My mother's group, um, for example, we tend to sometimes, if one of them's sick, um, ask, you know, I'm going to the shops and is there something I can drop off, uh, you know, while, I'm going to the shop so I can buy something for you. And I'll always ask them, um, not always, but most of the time, especially if they're unwell, um, you know, and we can drop things off to each other. And we have done that, uh, a few times and they've done it to me as well. So it always comes back. Act of kindness, um, is something that I like, I like to practice as well. Not always, again, it doesn't happen every single day. Um, but as, as long as it's front of mind, I think it's, uh, it's the important thing. So, you know, if you think that this, these type of um, things will be useful to you and you would like to start practicing this, I have actually shared with you an editable version of this where you can save as a copy and edit within. Save it in your folder and you can revisit them if you need to reflect on where you were to how you're feeling to see if this has worked for you. You might find that once you change your thoughts, followed by your actions from within, your external factors will follow. So for other ideas, Adam and I have a gratitude whiteboard journal that we use every morning. Well, again, most mornings, I can't say every morning, um, because most mornings, um, you know, things change. Sometimes the girls get out of bed before we are ready. Um, so we can't control that, but as much as we can, we try doing it before the girls wake up. We write something in the morning and then at the end of the night, when we pray with the girls, we say that thing we were grateful for in the morning out loud with the girls. So we carry that with us the whole day. Um, so what I mean by that is that you know we set the intention out in the morning. The idea is to set out the intention in the morning. We say something that we're grateful for, and we end the night telling the girls what we have sort of focused on um, for the day. And it actually prompts us as well if we haven't written it in, in the on the whiteboard in the morning, and if we've missed that out, we actually. That's one thing we don't miss at nights, the praying um, and getting the girls to bed. That's one thing we don't miss. Even if um, Adam goes out one night, then I do it with the girls. And if I, I'm not there, then Adam will do it with the girls. But we actually don't miss this. We um do have our gratitude with them and we say it out loud. So if we haven't done so in the morning, we think about something on the spot. And as of late, we have actually gotten Jasmine involved. She's almost three years old now. So it seems that she understands the concept now and sometimes has mentioned little things here and there. So now we actually make it a, like uh, you know, a question now. It's probably been the past two to three weeks that we've done it. So sometimes she says something random, Sometimes um, she just screams whatever out that's in her head and that's okay. Sometimes she just smiles, um, doesn't say anything, or she just sort of like shies away from it and that's okay too. Um, Sometimes she hugs Tiffy or she hugs Alyssa and then we say things like, well, maybe you're grateful for Tiffy and Alyssa, that's fair enough, that's great, you know. Um, And one day or a couple of times she's actually really surprised me, um, but one in particular, Jasmine um, was we were doing it with my brother. My brother lives in Sydney, uh, and he only comes every, I think he probably comes three times a year. Uh, so the last time that my brother was visiting us and he was fr- here from Sydney, he did the bedtime routine with us. And when we asked Jasmine in front of my brother, what were you grateful for today? She actually said it on cue and she hugs me and she says, my mummy. One of the most beautiful moments when she said that, uh, my brother was very impressed. So, without any pressure, and we don't want to force her to, you know, say anything that she doesn't want to. Um, I guess the idea is so that they can go to bed feeling a positive energy and go to bed thinking happy thoughts. And again, it's a guess because Adam and I never got that when we were younger, and and I guess we're parenting in a different way and different style. And we just hope that those techniques help them to see. And have a better positive outlook. Um, we, obviously, they'd have to still have their techniques when they're older, and we'll show them that. But we just hope that it's more ingrained in them, and it doesn't—they don't have to work as hard as we have worked to get to that point. Um, and these techniques I have used personally myself from a negative mindset to a positive one, and allow—and it really does allow me to connect with myself and with others too. I hope you find these useful. Um, And as I am about to tell you my inspirational quote, actually, I just realized that another thing you could actually do is to keep pictures or quotes of those who inspire or, or motivate you. This is why I do like to end my episode on a positive note. So now for my inspirational quote to start the year with. Have gratitude for all that you have and you can be happy just as you are by Mandy Ingber. Thank you so much for joining me in today's very first uh, episode of the year. So I really appreciate you and I really, really am grateful for your time. Thank you, amigas. Have a good week. I hope you enjoyed listening to the Legacy Building Mamas podcast. If it spoke to you, please leave me a review and be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss out on your weekly dose. I would love to connect with you. You can follow me on my Instagram, legacy underscore building underscore mamas. Thanks for spending time with me. I really do appreciate you. Let's become role models for our children, paving the way for a generation that values both success and family. I'm here to provide inspiration and guidance as we grow, thrive and elevate ourselves on this incredible journey. Tune in next week and let's discover your why. Shape your journey, build your legacy. Until next week, amigas.